knock knock who's there <laughs> it's Lua Kayamide back here again one time to quickly record this podcast episode I thank every single person again who stops by to listen or who shares it and you know like tell people about it thank you so very much and God bless every single one of you guys so um, I don't know who else has been confused but trust me though this time change thing oh my god like you know at 6 o'clock or before then you know everywhere is becoming dark and then you're thinking you're like 8 o'clock or 8.30 or whatever but then hey today is still young so stop getting confused about his time change well i mean i'm gonna try to <laughs> make some adjustments like stop getting confused and all that but hey it is what it is welcome welcome again so this week actually i wanted to like quickly touch on like three or four things and then you know wrap it up quickly and let you go your way and enjoy the rest of your weekend so um the first thing I actually want to talk about is like, you know, like maybe like going back, traveling back in time or something like that. I recorded an episode of the podcast that was titled um, uh, uh, Tipping and Percentages, right? And then basically the entire premise of that recording was me talking about how almost inconsistent, you know, like the uh, the system of tipping here is, you know, in, uh, in America is and how... Um, and how, you know, like it would have been better, you know, like if people are not necessarily like, you know, kinda like you know compelled to um to do it instead you know like if it were left to their like their discretions to kind of like you know for them to do it maybe it would have been different and you know i use the case of nigerians as being okay because like for example if you go to like a nigerian restaurant right like generally you know like even back home we don't call it we don't call it tipping i mean america has a fancy name for it but it's cool um we don't call it tipping you know basically like it's almost like you're you know you did roja somebody like you did give somebody you're giving somebody bribe you know like oh, i want a good service from uk i went to your restaurant i come to your restaurant i need to like serve my table first and stuff like that you know like that's basically like the whole idea um you know of the entire thing back home but so there was um, an article i think i read like two weeks ago it was written by Derek thompson and then the article was on the atlantic if you want to just check it out it's think it says um i think the title is the system american system of tipping doesn't make sense or something like that i think that's what the article says all right cool so this article um talks about the same idea right but then it is supported by a research you know like a paper that was actually submitted by professor professor list now this professor used to work with um both uber and um and lift and basically so this research was done across over 40 million uber x rides okay um and then it came to certain conclusions about how tipping you know america in america is and you know the entire premise and all that so tipping in itself is not exactly i mean like the origin of it is not well documented right basically i mean like people say that it goes back to like you know the you know back in the days when the you know aristocrats in england would leave hoteliers you know like they'll leave them a little extra something on their way out you know after you know like staying in the hotel or whatever and you know like after a while you know like in the 19th century you know um after the old political revolutions that happened in europe because it spread from there to other parts of europe you know after the old political revolutions that started you know and it happened they kind of like abolished it over there so now people who work in the service industry are paid like living wages so they don't depend on crowdfunded uh, gra- uh gratuity or, or something like that you know like cra- gra- uh, crowdfunded man english is hard crowdfunded <laughs> generosity anymore so um so now people actually earn more so compare that to you know like the whole idea spread to america right but then i mean it never got abolished so people still continue to hear in america and all that so it's it's basically like you know you're crowdfunding worker salaries that's basically the entire idea i mean it borrows from a very simple page of economics 101 right or it's just very basic behavioral 
psychology which is by you know outsourcing compensation to the customers employees can employers can basically pay their employ employees less okay so um companies feel like they can continue to pay people less because they're already outsourcing you know like tipping compensation to um customers and then you know like for some customers as well for them because they can control in quotes the amount of tips and stuff like that they give back they feel like they're getting much more better service or they're helping people you know in, in certain way or another now this is not to knock you know like, or hit like you know everybody that works or anybody that works in the in the service industry um I know that a lot of people over here do not earn enough, you know, so they depend kind of, you know, like, uh, you know, on, on people's, you know, generosity and stuff like that when it comes to that. But then that's exactly the whole premise of the article, because what he says was, you know, after considering like all those things first is people don't tip. OK, people don't tip, for example, um, rides only one percent. OK, so 60 percent of people do not tip at all. They have never tipped. Only 1% of people actually do tip, okay? So 1% do tip. Now, of the 1%, 23% of those are men. Women do not tip. So men will tip 23% more. There's a tendency that men will tip 23% more than women. Which is interesting, okay? So the other, I mean, there, the other conclusion was that um, good driving and maybe like uh, a super clean car and maybe like uh, uh, what's it called like if you only a few things actually made people tip the, another thing that was discovered was the fact that women do get tipped more than men and younger women who are quite pretty younger women who are, who are quite pretty and they drive are you know like they get more tips from men than older women okay so all of our men all you men are tipping young fine gears that are driving god is what you people in 3d god is what you people and then another revelation was the fact that um was the fact that besides those that actually tip a lot of people would tip maybe like on when like on on like business trips and maybe like airport rides and, uh, and stuff like that of course who doesn't want to tip when it's not their money they're spending anyway they're spending maybe like their boss's money or you know the bo the the money that comes from the pocket of the company that's sending them on an, <laughs> on an errand or something so all you people again who tip with your boss's money hmm. your bosses are watching you in 3d better stop it people tipping women because you think you have got good service because what you people anyway so um so basically the idea was people think or you know like the, the way it is right now the way it's structured right now they think that you know they get better service because uh, uh because t a tip is involved but you know like even before tipping was you know introduced to the uber app and stuff like that a lot of people for example like the former ceo kalanick he didn't want he never wanted tipping to come onto the app at all because for him it was it was gonna have no influence at all you know like but then drivers got desperate a lot of people do you know like they got desperate they would hang cops and stuff like that you know behind their driver's seat and ask people to just drop whatever it is but then so finally when it was introduced to the app they you know like a couple of people including list including professor lift list felt that you know like maybe service would get better just because drivers were getting tipped but no that wasn't the case so if you if you if you basically apply that to like you know general service industry like going to restaurants and stuff like that it is not exactly true at least according to this paper that's been you know like scientifically pro like you know researched and stuff like that it is not exactly true that the quality of service you get is going to be in correlation with the amount of tip you leave or whatever like that so like i guess my 
I guess my uh my suggest my suggestion is America needs to find a way at least the way it stands right now to actually pay people in the service industry a whole lot more get people get uh, uh, companies to pay people more and not to just you know be dependent on people that are you know going to tip them because apparently it is not always true and then the other thing was the fact that in the end tipping is always going to be discretionary like people are going to use their discretion to tip anyway so i mean while you have like you know certain places where you cannot go and not tip you know there are still a lot of people who would always rather do it just out of their free will or not okay so they'll do it or not well that's basically my round over i think like america needs to do something seriously about that about i mean you know they, something needs to be done about it seriously like people need to be paid more so that you know they cannot you know they don't have to be dependent on you know hand me and downs or whatever like that but that's that's my beat on that one moving on quickly so there was a funny story right this guy his name was benjamin schreiber i believe in the state of iowa he was sent to um was sent to prison for the rest of his life you know it was supposed to serve life um for a murder right that he committed in 1997 now this guy had a septic poisoning right he has been in the prison for a long period of time he had uh septic poisoning and then they had to rush him to the hospital and he had to be resuscitated five different times now this guy came back to life eventually and then now he's trying to go to court to prove the fact that yo like i died momentarily okay i died basically before i got resuscitated okay so i basically completed my life sentence like <laughs> i mean like for nigerian people for my nigerian friends who watch like you know maybe like with the who are like manchester united fans on twitter you will know what i what i mean by the logic of kagawa that's like a logic of kagawa right there like you want to actually prove to the court that now that because you had like some whatever that went on over there now you have died and you have served your life like that's a twisted thing for anybody to think but trust me this dude tried actually presenting in court and <laughs> tried to make it stick it's a 66 year old man the court has finally determined that nope you have to go back there and stay in there for the rest of your life because you're not dead you're either dead or alive now moving on quickly so the third thing i wanted to talk about actually is um this story about johnson's and johnson's right so there was a court case against them um and then the, the judge went ahead and awarded um a certain nicholas mori eight billion dollars in damages okay eight billion dollars that's 6.6 billion pounds now what happened this particular door this particular drug Rispadal, i think it's believe i believe it's called um was sold to the market and then this guy used it because it was prescribed to him by a doctor and then down the line he started growing breasts okay so it was a man he started growing breasts okay now one thing i think that america has been able to successfully do is to you know like have a very strong healthcare system and all of that but then it also comes with its own perks and stuff like that so there's almost a drug for everything in america you have a headache you you know your stomach your stomach is running uh you you know you're depressed you're depressed you're this, this, this. there's always a drug for everything right now one thing that i do not exactly understand is how a lot of these drugs actually do get approved they get on the shelves stay on the shelves for a very long period of time and then they get recalled back because now there's been something that has been discovered but what about the people that have died what about all the people that have lost their loved their loved ones just because some drug was pushed out just because some big pharmaceutical company 
made sure they put profit over people's lives they prioritized profit over people's lives and that's the reason why it happened in the first place so it almost feels like some of, i mean there been, of course there have been proven facts that some of these doctors do get kickbacks just to recommend certain drugs so that they can go ahead and get you know like a certain cuts which is crazy i think like the agencies who are actually recommend like who are sanctioning these things this to come very hard on these companies because like as long as that's not done, I feel like it's going to continue where you have drugs that were pushed into the market. They were not exactly ready. They were not exactly completely, fully, scientifically tested. I mean, like, I, I, re I think about it sometimes when I hear, like, ads on radio where they're saying, okay, well, this is a new, a new certain type of drug. We want, you know, like, if you want to come around and volunteer. I'm like, yo, now I'm on IJA for where you decorate how I, I, I can never actually go to like volunteer myself or that kind of thing like how because you don't know the side effects like i mean i'm sure that you have listened to like radio ads where at the end of the radio had it just go those are the terms and conditions he's always eating he's always fast he's always tiny on those packages he's always like you never really see them so like people need to be properly sent like people need to be properly warned about the side effects of some of these drugs that are being sold in the market but i mean look i get it you know it's a big country there's so many people who have like a lot of stuff they're dealing with and stuff like that i mean but then i mean look people are also dying from drugs that are supposed to be saving their lives it is ridiculous america you you need to wake up and do something about this moving on quickly like like um so I know the holiday season is approaching, you know, Thanksgiving around the corner and all of that. Um, and then now there's this camp going on Amazon.com actually. So if you're purchasing stuff on Amazon, some guys have found a way to be like, you know, smart. So they would basically track your order. Like you take, you make your transaction, they send you an email saying, okay, your order couldn't be shipped or they send you like any, any type of email like that. Then they put a link and say, click here. You click the link, it takes you to a certain page. They tell you to put in your information, your name and address, and then your credit card number. And then they tell you to click save, save and continue. Now, I don't know how they arrange their DNS or how they are pointing your server, but definitely it's pointing at amazon.com because once you, once you click save and continue, it actually directs you back to amazon.com, the real website so these guys are quite smart in what they are doing but then it is not real now amazon has put out a statement saying if you want to know the status of your order make sure you sign in into your account and go under your order that's the way you will know exactly how genuine what it is you're dealing with is so tell your friends tell your colleagues tell your uncles and aunts that are going to be buying stuff on ebay amazon and all that this season tell them to be smart open your eyes to keep you know keep watching you know like stay alert and do not fall into the hands of these cameras who are very very you know like cunning and just want to rip people out from you know like their um from their well-earned uh monies and stuff like that so i'm gonna leave you with that i'm gonna say thank you again have a great one now listen this is important okay i need you to understand we need we need to make the world a better place because we are both descendants and ancestors I'll talk more about that next week and I hope you have a good one. God bless you. Peace.